0: Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, 25th July, 2023. Our bit today comes from Matthew 13, verse 57b, which says, A prophet is not without honor, save, or accept in his own country and in his own house. Well, friends, Tuesday doesn't seem like it's going to be much different weather-wise than Monday. No, it will be somewhat cloudy with little sprinkles of rain here and there, then the sun coming out for a while. And you know, not even the rain falls like it used to, because we now get mostly drizzles, not full showers of heavenly blessings. But I guess we should be very thankful, that's all we get, because some places are getting way too much resulting in terrible floods while others are getting no rain at all and experiencing terrible drought and everybody is getting heat waves that are becoming record temperatures that's 2023 for you a year of severe weather fluctuations and although the weather changes make life somewhat uncertain and inconvenient We are not worried because we have Jesus, the great weather controller on our side. And all God's people declared, praise the name of Jesus. And by the way, we spell declared right there, (laughs) yes. We also have the awesome privilege and power of prayer that takes us straight to the throne of grace and mercy as true believers in Christ. So let's use some of that prayer power right now. It's a prayer found in the July edition of the In Touch devotional. Please pray with me. Lord, help me to know you in a fresh way, to see you with renewed perspective. Forgive me for letting familiarity with you lead to being complacent about walking with you. Forgive me for mistaking my own lack My dissatisfied and distracted mind for a lack in you. Help me now to let go of any expectations, habits, or routines that make my heart wander from you, my true home. Help me now to notice again the way you surprise me with the grace of your attention and care. Kindly dismantle whatever limits I've placed on you and open my eyes to see you as you truly are. Amen. Whoa, what a timely prayer, my people. I don't know about you, but I see some of myself in there that I never saw the first time I read it. That's the part where we get complacent about our walk with God. And I think that stems from our maturity. The more we mature, the more we take things for granted and lose the sense of wonder and openness that the new believer has on beginning their walk with Christ. We behave as though God is an old friend and we can take some liberties, some liberties with him like we do with our old human friends. But though God welcomes our friendship, we still need to know a place with people. He's indeed father and friend, but he's also almighty God and thus deserve a tad more reverence than we sometimes give him. And the lackadaisical attitude we sometimes adopt because of our familiarity poisons and retards our advancement in the things of God. So what does it mean to be too familiar with God? eh? Let's look at some commentaries and scriptures on the subject. This first commentary explains it thus. It means that God has met you by grace. It means that he has opened the eyes of your heart to what without him you would not see or understand. He has drawn you close to his side. But familiarity often does bad things to us. Often when we become familiar with things, we begin to take them for granted. And isn't that the awesome truth? Most definitely. And this commentary further explains, familiarity is used especially in the the expression, familiarity breeds contempt to say that if you know a person or situation very well, you can easily lose respect for that person or become careless in that situation. And don't we always do that too? Yes, we tend to get careless with our good friends more than we do with our new associates or acquaintances and it's fairly easy to do that with god when we reach a certain level of maturity the scriptures tell us that god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth and that comes from john 4 24. and that means whatever we do with or for god must be done with a right heart and not in a wishy washy, complacent manner. And there's a good example of that found in the book of Malachi, chapter 1. Read the Israelites not taking God seriously. The priests were dishonoring God by not doing their duties in the temple, offering polluted bread, offering the blind for sacrifice, etc. Meanwhile, the people were giving blemish offerings in a half hearted manner. God chastised them for profo- so, sorry, God chastised them for profaning his name, and he says, But ye have profaned it, in that ye say the table of the Lord is polluted or defiled, and the fruit thereof, even his meat, its food is contemptible. Ye said also, Behold, what a weariness is it? And ye have snuffed or snared at it, saith the Lord of hosts and ye have brought that which was torn or stolen, and the lame and the sick, thus brought, sorry, thus ye brought an offering. Should I accept this of your hand, said the Lord? And that's Malachi 1, 12 to 13. And the answer that is, obviously not. One commentary explains Israel's behavior this way. They say, the offerings Israel made at this time were not done with a right heart they were becoming indifferent toward god and the way they conducted their lives they were treating the commands of god with familiarity and carelessness they came to look upon them as simply ordinary thus he says that he has no pleasure in israel i would not accept their offerings and believe me too here one of the best examples of that familiarity breeding contempt is jesus's return to his hometown of nazareth the bible says and when he was coming to his own country he taught them in their synagogue insomuch that they were astonished and said whence had this man this wisdom and these mighty works is not this the carpenter's son is not his mother called mary and his brethren, James and Joseph, and Simon and Judas? And his sisters, are they not all with us? When then had this man all these things? And they were offended in or at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save or except in his own country and in his own house and he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. And that's Matthew 13, 54-58. And that's how it is, my people. We don't give those close to us the honor or notice they really deserve because we feel our knowing them doesn't call for any hero worship on our part. But the truth is that heroes desire or place a higher value on the hero worship of those close to them than on the general public. And nothing breaks their hearts like when their own families and friends just pass them off as nothing important. And we'll end with a test here. So please read this commentary with me that says, have I become too familiar with God? Do I treat holy things as holy? Do I still believe in the power of prayers? or am I just praying for the fun of it? Do I still have the fear of God in me? Do I invite visitors to my church only for the visitors or the non-believers to be the ones telling me to keep quiet in church? Am I hooked in a sinful life all because I take God for granted? Do I value the Bible or treat it as just one of those books? Now, please take a few minutes and consider how those words shape up in our own lives now. Yes, it's important that we do that right now before we move on so that we can discover whether we are over-familiar with God and if we take him too much for granted. And if so, let's make any corrections that are necessary, obviously. And now it's time to go home declaring, all right, we spell declaring right, Our Tuesday mantra, letting all and sundry know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel, bought for a huge price by the precious blood of Jesus. As one voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. And no one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors, as well as with the whole wide world. (laughs) glory be. But that means, friends, we must now go out and share the awesome friendship and love of Jesus with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, God is indeed our friend, but first and foremost, he's God and must always be treated as such. Yes, friends, we can't forget that. God is our friend, our father, our everything, but he's also God, and therefore deserves the just deserts that we must be supposed to give him. So please, let's do that now. Stop being too familiar, still keep that reverence for him that we need live for jesus love god love of neighbors and treat everyone okay and we pray that we'll do all of that in Jesus' mighty and strong name amen please have a blessed day my people much love